conversation continues right now, right now, right now with right now, Dominique right now. DePrima on First Things First. first. Things first. And like I said, we're calling all candidates. Call out, open call, 809-20-1580. We're doing it this week. We're doing it next week, Mondays from 7.15 to 8, to give all comers a chance to get a moment of shine, uh, even for races we may not be covering. Right now, they'll go into D from Long Beach. Hi, D. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Dominique. You're not running for office, are you? No, ma'am. Okay, what's on your mind? That word integrity has popped up several times this morning. That's a very heavy word, like like gravel around election time. Um, I'm a nominal member of the L.A. Bus Riders Union. That said, I would love to see buses and 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 trains be made absolutely free. I I would love for them to run 24-7. I would love to see the Chargers and Angels move to Long Beach for an authentic freeway series, <laughs> and I would love to see. I would love to. See, I would love to see light. I, I would love to see a uh, light rail line linking Long Beach and North Orange County. Okay, you know what I love? Rail. I love that you woke up this morning focused on what you want, not what you don't want. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a that's a new pattern for me. Okay, but you know, I would love to see a high speed rail link. Um, Las Vegas with California. Love to see all of that. And we can do it. We can, but I I, I don't know about your um, moving the Rams over there to Long Beach. I'm, I'm not there for no, that the part. Chargers. Oh, the, the Char- Chargers. Oh, you want the Chargers. Chargers. Okay. Chargers well, and the Angels. Okay. Well, okay. I, I guess I can. They can, fi- they can, they can find the land. You know, if, if, <laughs> if they, they, they'll find the land. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not mad at your vision, um, and I love, like I said, you're focused on what you want, not what you don't want. Now, trains to run, trains and buses 24 hours a day, um, that seems like a great idea in a way, but when do they clean the buses and trains, and how do you keep them from becoming, you know, moving um, emergency shelters? How does New York do it? They don't. Have you ever been on a New they York don't. subway? <laughs> I, you know, I have. I don't think I have. <laughs> I mean, as people live in there for sure, uh, I'm for sure. Um, yeah, I have. Wow, wow. So you mean the city that never sleeps actually actually sleeps? Well, there, there, the people. There are people sleeping. Maybe not everybody, but I, you know, I, I don't know. I think they, it's not terrible because most of the time when you're on those trains you're on there during a um during rush hour and there's a lot of people those people are going to make it safer but i'm just you know i'm just thinking through your ideas out loud brainstorming out loud with you d i do think they should be free we've experimented that with with that here in los angeles um at least you know during the pandemic and then for students um and i definitely think at least for students college and elementary high school students, that we should make it where they can get to school for free, even if their parents are messing up or they, you know, they're, whatever their situation. We know our kids today, they're not all, most of them are not, at least in our community, in traditional families where they necessarily have the support. So I, I agree with that. Dee, thank you, thank you, thank you. I always love talking with you. Peace, peace, peace. Peace, peace, peace. Okay, the candidates are rolling in, and I love it. 809-20-1580. If you've got, if you've got a, a thing you're running for and you want to vote, we are very Democratic. We're going to go right now to Renee Grace Rodriguez uh, calling 
Uh, Renee Grace Rodriguez, you're running for L.A. County Central Committee. Welcome. Yes, and, and thank you for having me on your show. And thank you, Jasmine Canick amazing activists in our community for discussing with everyone today, earlier today, what the L.A. County Central Committee is. These are the people that vote to endorse candidates, Democrats, to get elected and to get on the ballot. And these people are critically important, but most of us gloss over them and because we don't know who any of them are, we pick the top seven. Don't do that. Please don't do that because establishment candidates who are already going to perpetuate this institutionalized system that we have of supremacy will continue to be on the top of the list because they know how to play the system. I ask your readers to Google search us in the Google search and you'll find the real people that are here to advocate for the community. And I like to think I'm one of those people. I have an established business. I'm comfortable. I don't want to run for office ever, but I'm sick and tired (laughs) of the candidates that are given to us that are going to continue to perpetuate the same old, same old. I mean, look at the DA's race. George Gascon is actually an amazing individual, but all these people are buying into police union crap um, uh, retailer unions crap about how their issues are more important than the s- social justice and civil justice issues that he promotes in his his um, in his in his office at this point. And of course, people are mad because it's not the same old same old anymore. We've got to move away from the same old same old. It means every one of us has got to pick up their phone, Google search some of these candidates, and find out who the people that are in your community that care about your community and want change for the better for our people. And that's what's important. That's what I want to tell your readers. I could care less if you vote for me or not, because that's not the important thing. I want your <laughs> listeners to know that it, we have got to support the people, the communities who have their feet on the ground, like Jasmine and myself and others who are here to make sure that, you know what, education, health care, housing, those should not be profit centers in our community. And the final word I want to give you is this is that we have to shift from being a society that says, I want good for my family, to being a community that says, I want good for you as much as I want it for my own, because that's when we will be successful. That's when our resources will be focused on giving health care, education, housing, and access to capital to be able to be the entrepreneurs and creators that we were always meant to be. So with that, I ask for your vote mildly, but pay attention to in your assembly district. Look at your ballot, study your ballot, and Google search some of those names to see who really there to represent you renee grace rodriguez do you have a do you have a website um or social media you want to share um yeah um if if you'll take a look i'm the president of the stonewall democratic club we have a lot of great endorsements on our website i also have a website i'm working on but (laughs) due to covid i haven't finished it yet but it's renee r-e-n-a-y grace g-r-a-c-e dot com and take a look in the next few days it'll be popping up and i'll be pointing out in the assembly districts who your candidates are that you want to see in the la county democratic party so we can end the establishment control over the party and start electing good people to represent us in your district Uh, assembly district 40 i'm up here in the san fernando valley Assembly District 40, uh, Renee Grace Rodriguez, and you're running for L.A. Central Committee. Thank you so much for uh, for calling in, he- heeding the call, and getting on with us and sharing what you're up to. 
All right. Thank you, ma'am. And thank you for your show. It's a great benefit to the community. I appreciate that. Uh, We have another uh, candidate on the phone. She is running for Long Beach School District, Jerlene Tatum. Welcome. Good morning. Um, Thank you for giving this opportunity. So do I just go ahead and just start talking about myself? Yes, sure. Let's tell tell us about yourself. Uh, Well, good morning to to, uh, all the listeners out there. Um, My name is Jerlene Tatum. I am located in Long Beach, California. I'm running for the Long Beach Unified School District. Uh, area 2 seat, or is also referred to as a District 2 seat, uh, on the March 5th ballot. I am an education advocate, business owner, and most importantly, I am a parent. Um, I've been working in community for nearly two decades, uh, fighting, um, uh, standing, standing with community and fighting for uh, various things from education to against violence um, and for violence prevention efforts. Um, I'm running for the school board because currently our representation has not been representing. And there's so many needs that um, our district is in need of a community voice, someone that's actually going to be present, is going to listen to uh, the parents, that's going to advocate for children, is going to put children first. Uh, Some of the things I plan on petitioning for once elected is the increase of school counselors. Here in Long Beach, there's approximately 64,000 students, but we only have about 120 counselors. Um, the district will tell you differently, um, but the, it, they'll say their numbers are higher, but they're counting individuals that are not actual school counselors. Um, as a school board member, I plan on improving communications with parents and district stakeholders. And something that I'm very passionate about is working with parents to get parents engaged in the process. Our our children will not be successful unless parents are active in their um, child lives. And that means not only being um, present on the school campuses, but also being aware of what's happening at the district level and the policies that are being set and how they impact our young people. Um, I'm on social media I've been very active on social media. I can be found at on Facebook, uh, Jerlene Tatum, LBUSD. I'm on Instagram at Jerlene for LBUSD. I do uh, daily videos. I'm on YouTube at Jerlene for LBUSD. So people can learn about what I stand for. Uh, they can learn about who I am as a person. Uh, I tell people often uh, when they say, uh, well, what have you done? I just say, Google me. And it's, it's, 20 years of work is present um, just online. As an activist? Uh, I, I refer to myself as an advocate, although I do mm. call myself, I, I, I move into activist mode. Actually, today makes a year anniversary that I woke up in a park um, as a protest against um, taking away park space in Long Beach, Silverado Park. I slept overnight uh, last February uh, 11th. Um, in protest of the city taking away the only park gym in my neighborhood. Um, I set up a tent in the park, slept overnight, and this this morning makes the year anniversary of that, of staying in the park overnight, bringing awareness to my community because they were unaware that the gym was being taken away from us, uh, which ended up resulting in 300 community members showing up at the park and demanding that we be heard and demanding that park equity in our community not be um, the, the, the park equity the city promised us be honored. Um, so that 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 is a time when I was being an activist. Now, um, Jolene um, Tatum, 
a lot of parents, you know, feel like they don't have time to do get involved in politics or, or, you know, they don't think of it. Why do you think it's important for parents to be on school board? I think it's important, uh, one, because I think we, we, we're able to connect with parents differently or we should be able to connect with parents differently. Um, parents need to know that we are the consumers. We are the customers to the school district, us and our children. And they also need the, the, our, our school board seats have become very politicized. Those seats were there for community to advocate for community. And I think it's important for parents to see a parent up there. I'm very active in my community and connecting with parents. And many parents don't feel comfortable. There's an authority thing. So they will not question what's happening with their child because they feel that they don't have an authority in the say. I want to change that. Yeah. I want them to know that their voices matter, that they that they are the authority in the matter. Mm. Well said. Uh, Jerlene Tatum, I don't live in Long Beach, but doggone it, if I did, after what I just heard, I'm pretty sure I'd be voting for you. <laughs> Area 2 seat, <laughs> let's do some Googling. And uh, Facebook, Jerlene Tatum, LB. Uh, USD. USD. Yeah. Thanks so much for calling in. I appreciate you. All right. Thank you for your time. It's calling all candidates now. Jerlene called 800-920-1580 and you can do the same. 800-920-1580. I got five on it. That's five minutes for you to promote your campaign. Tell us why we should vote for you. Um, and what's interesting about you. Other than that, we got plenty to talk about. There's so much going on right now. And uh, you're welcome to call in if you're not running for office as well, per usual, 800-920-1580. We are unapologetically outspoken. KBLA Talk 1580. A safe place to go loud. Loud. A great place for progressive politics. KBLA Talk 1580. Council. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where everybody is somebody and nobody is a stranger. You belong here. And you're welcome here, 800-920-1580, 800-920-1580. We are calling all candidates uh, today and next Monday from um, 7.15 to 8 Pacific Standard Time. We will give you five minutes to talk about your campaign, why we should vote for you. And you can call right now um, or call next week, 800-920-1580. Right now, though, we're going to Andre calling us from L.A. Good morning. Good morning, Dominique. This is Andre Parvenu. Of course, for those who don't know, I'm a founding and former California State Redistricting Commissioner. I'm not running for office, but I'm calling on behalf of Mrs. Tara Perry, P-E-R-R-Y. I don't think people are aware that there are actually five candidates running for the 57th Assembly District in Los Angeles. And that's a very key district right in the center of Los Angeles. It has some of the older uh, um, black communities along the Harbor Freeway, the Vermonts and Westerns and Vernons and, the, you know, Broadways and Maine. So uh, I, I haven't heard much about her campaign on, on this on this program. And thank you so much for having these candidates call in. But I would really like to hear from her and have a full her, have <laughs> a full. Set, <laughs> I'm laughing, Andre, because you need to call her. We 
the races we are covering, we've, we're covering select races that we feel are important. 57th is one of them. Anyone in one of those districts that's running for one of those districts has received an email from KBLA, from First Things First, inviting them on the show because we follow the FCC um, regulation of giving equal time. And uh, as you know, we have had um, uh, several folks running for 57. Those are the ones who respond. If you don't, if you snooze, you lose. If you don't get back to us, then that's on you. And so I, I'm, I'm assuming that Ms. Perry has not uh, seen fit to respond to our email. Okay. Well, I don't know about that part of it, but but maybe I'm after sure. this, she will. <laughs> well, yes, 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 indeed. Yes, indeed. So, well, I'm looking forward, and thank you for having this for because uh, I especially want a lot enjoy hearing about the judges as well. That's an area that I myself have been very unclear about. You guys have certainly have given us a lot of background information so we can make the right decisions. That's so important. Well, thank you. Okay. Yeah, we're <clears throat> we're really um, working on that. I, you know, I want to do better and know more myself. Are there any other races, Andre, that you're tracking besides the 57th um, this particular go round? Because I know you're always very politically engaged and informed. Well, yeah, um, yes, the tip, of course, for the city council and the eighth, and uh, those are key. Black political representation i'm concerned because of demography and the changes in our numbers and the lack of participation to the full extent in the census it's going to cause some some changes in los angeles over the next 10 years and i would like to encourage everyone african americans and everyone actually to come out and vote and just become active in this process and the primaries especially uh, on March the 5th is, is important as equally important as November so you know they're all very important so uh, those two local offices I'm looking at carefully and also the position for the Senate also with uh, uh, Bradford seat yeah 35 yeah yeah, yeah. are you so, supporting uh, anyone in particular for 35 I mean um, we've had, I think we've had most of the um, candidates uh, for 35 on, if I'm not mistaken. No, I'm open to that. May the best man or woman win. And I just want the person that's going to be as progressive. I'm a progressive. And uh, to uh, uh, implement strategies, innovative strategies. That's why I like uh, Tara Perry's uh, platform, because she's new and young and progressive with some innovative ideas and ideas that uh, uh, would rally. They, they, I, I, I'm really strong into public engagement and participation, uh, candidates that will excite uh, the public to get involved because it's not just their office. It's not just them individually. It's a community. The constituents have to become engaged in the process, and those candidates that, that encourage that are, are the ones that I tend to support. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. yeah, well, I appreciate, you know, all the work that you do um, and, and you know, just the way that you stay involved and stay engaged. Uh, what about Super Bowl, Andre? Did you watch the Super Bowl? <laughs> well, the Baltimore loss, I was totally unengaged, uninvolved. <laughs> <laughs> I did. For a while, I was hoping that Kansas City lost just because they beat the Ravens. But I said, I can't be a hater like that. I got to go for the Bay team. Uh, the California team. So I ended up 
cheering for San Francisco throughout the game, but of course we all know what happened. But I'm I'm okay with the outcome. I have many friends from Kansas City and many folks from Crash Unity that are supporting Kansas City. So so I'm a happy camper this morning. Kansas City won. And all it right. was a heck of a yeah. yeah. Well, was, yeah. I mean, I guess I, the second half was more exciting than the first half. I'll watch for sure. hours and just see a, a field goal. But I guess I, I don't appreciate defense enough. All right, Art, Andre. Well, I'm glad you're um, listening and I appreciate the support. Thank you. And I'll be calling you later on another subject. It's the Malcolm X Corridor on Crenshaw. So we'll be working towards that as we approach May 19th, the birthday of uh, Malcolm X. So it- hopefully you'll me on too. Okay, great uh-huh. stuff. Thanks, Andre. All right. Appreciate you. All right. Let's go to Howard calling us from Watts. Good morning, Howard. Good morning. I almost need some couch time, but uh, what I really want to uh, call you about, gosh, I'm at a senior moment. Um, uh, oh, oh, um, uh, what I, I may be off the subject, but did you hear anything about an incident at the uh, black um, college of um, Forum of affair at the convention center over the weekend. I've been trying to look for the news on the news. Uh, I my granddaughter just told me about it. That's all I know. Do you, could, could you inform me as to what happened? No, I don't know. There? I'm not familiar. I didn't hear anything about that. I certainly can find out because I know some folks that were there, but I didn't hear anything about it yet. Yeah, I heard there was some shooting out there. I said, "Wow, why? well, anyway, if it is, I, I the question I had: Who did it and why? Is there a hidden hand in the prevent our youngsters from going to school. They can't go to a, a, a fair just dealing with black colleges and stuff. So Yeah, I, I don't know. I know some young people that were there and they didn't say anything, but I could be wrong. Um, yeah, we'll have to, I'll have to look into it, Howard. Um, you know, did you, did you watch Super Bowl? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm kind of in the middle. You know, I'm all for Cali, you know. And all that, but I have people in Kansas City. Now, my grandfather lived there, and I used to go there on every two or three years to check on him. You know, I've been there a number of times, and I, you know, it's a nice little place. But you know, it's about as big as Long Beach. One thing I care about Kansas City. Uh, when I'm out of town in L.A., I had to watch my back. There's people back there crazy because Missouri got some crazy gun laws back there. And um, uh, one two instances I, I I'll tell you about. My auntie told me about the gun my grandfather had has a notch on it. The police gave it back to her. I said, what? They gave, they gave the gun back to me. And another incident, well, I think the first time I went there back in the 70s, I went to a little, little hole in the wall down in Prospect. And I've been in, in and out of clubs all my life here in L.A. But what happened about that? Somebody put out a Saturday night special, started waving around. That just blew my mind. I was messing up for a long time behind that. <laughs> well, Kelly does have some uh, stricter gun laws, but you still see people carrying around guns sometimes. So I guess that's that's logical. You would see them in other places. Um, oh yeah, they, uh, they, they got some strict, they got some crazy laws back there, in Missouri, and uh, you know St. Louis ain't no joke, you know. So yeah, you know you gotta watch your back. When I'm in the Midwest, I'm in this pretend pretend I'm back here in L.A. around Crips and Bloods because uh, yeah, I don't know the terrain. <laughs> you feel safer around Crips and Bloods. All right, Howard. Well, I appreciate the call. And, um, you know, I will look into that. I didn't, like I said, I didn't see it, but that doesn't mean anything because I can't track every single thing. Um, Super Bowl Massacre is actually trending on Twitter. 
Um, and it's because, and I think rightly so, a lot of people are upset because while we were distracted watching the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl commercials and stuffing ourselves with nachos, um, Israel started their um, their campaign in Rafah, which is near the border um, with Egypt, and which you know is where they had the Israeli um, defense forces had told the um, Palestinian civilians to go for safety. And now they are bombing. Well, it's not new, new, because they have been intermittently bombing there. But now they're starting a full-on offensive. A ground offensive is expected. President Biden said, don't do this. But apparently he has no clout with um, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. And I don't, I'm not sure why when we give them billions of dollars, I feel like the clout comes from if you don't listen, you don't get these $12 billion. How about that? Um, 800-920-1580, if you're a candidate for office for uh, election and you want to weigh in, or you got something to say about any number of other topics, I'd love to hear from you. We are KBLA Talk 1580. More of First Things First with Dominique DePrima when we come forward. Your ancestors' favorite radio station. Radio station. And your favorite morning show host. Let's get back to Dominique DePrima right now. Right now. Yeah, let's get back to me right now. We've got folks uh we got folks on the phone, candidates and others. Um <laughs> Okay, let's go to um Michelle Chambers calling us from Compton. I you know, I didn't say that I couldn't have candidates who've already been on, so I'm going to um go ahead and 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 welcome you back in. Hi. Um uh I feel like calling you council member Chambers even though I know you're no longer sitting on the Compton City Council. I'll always of course be a a representative from my city. Good morning, Dominique and KBLA family. As you can hear, I'm still working on my voice. I've been doing a lot of talking, phone banking and um, canvassing out in the community, reaching out. I want to thank you for this moment, this opportunity. How are you doing this morning? Oh, I'm great. Thank you. Um, I'm glad folks are stepping up and calling in uh, and getting their, their time to shine. Absolutely. We thank you for this opportunity. Um, Dominique, thank you. I'm running for California State Senate District 35. I am the only candidate that's been endorsed by the incumbent, Senator Steve Rafford. I've been endorsed by Supervisor Holly Mitchell, Assemblymember McKenna, Salolis Marwell Clavis, Senator Gonzalez, LA County Federation of Labor, LA County, uh, California Federation of Labor, AFSCME, SCIU, and so many, many more. I'm running to represent the Senate District Number 35 here in the great state of California, and that area encompasses Inglewood, Lawndale, Hawthorne, Watts, Willowbrook, the unincorporated areas, Gardena, uh, Harbor City, Harbor Gateway, San Pedro, and Wilmington, and would love the opportunity to have the voters, the support of the voters, to represent them in Sacramento. I have over 30 years of public service experience. I'm the only candidate in this race who's represented this district in all levels of government. I've worked in Congress, representing this community, the Assembly. I was a former council member myself in the great city of Compton, L.A. County. And recently, I was the external affairs manager for California Department of Justice. Um, as, as I say, the only candidate who's represented this entire district in 15 years, I will be addressing our homeless crisis. I'll be working with our other governmental entities and legislators on accessing funding to build affordable housing. 
We must address this crisis consistently. It must be a priority. I've done this work in other spaces in my career, and I'm committed to doing it in the Senate. As many of you may know, my oldest brother, uh, Michael K. Williams, who played Omar on the Wire, died September 6, 2021, of fentanyl overdose. And I have an advocacy. It is responsibility to address those who are suffering with mental health and substance abuse issues. Right now, we need Proposition 1 to pass. We need this funding to address our mental health community members and those who are unhoused. We have to, this will create jobs, employment opportunities here in our community. I am the advocate for working families. I'm, I will address our $38 million budget shortfall, but also about protecting our services in our community. We have to make sure we protect affordable health care, access, education, our budget for education, our budget for our seniors, IHSS, and more. That is me. I am your candidate. If anyone knows me, what makes me the most, um, the most, the best to represent this community, Dominique, is because I'm accessible, I'm responsive, I lead with integrity, and that's important, ethically, integrity, and a moral compass. I've been endorsed by many senators in Sacramento and in here in the community because they stated that I am the best candidate to stand alongside of them and legislate on behalf of this 35th district. And that's why Senator Bradford endorsed me to succeed him. I support reparations and receive that mantle from Senator Bradford on fighting for our reparations equality. Please visit michelleforcalifornia.com. That is Michelle, F-O-R, California.com. My social media is at Chambers for CA Senate on Facebook. Instagram is Chambers for CA Senate. And on Twitter, which is now X, is Chambers at Chambers for Senate. Ballots are due by March 5th. Please vote Michelle Chambers. I'm number two on the ballot. And please register to volunteer or canvas for our campaign at 323-787-7781. And I just want to give a big shout out to, of course, my friend Jasmine Kanick and my campaign manager, Sandy Cook, and all those who are in team chambers. I look forward to representing you in Sacramento. And thank you, KBLA and Dominique DePrima, for this great opportunity. Thank you, Michelle Chambers. We got another candidate on deck, at least one when we come forward. KBLA Talk 1580. The station you turn to when you've had it up to here with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580. Broadcasting live from Lamar Park, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio, KBLA Talk 1580. And uh, we do have Laura Richardson on the line. I should say former Congresswoman Laura Richardson, um, who is running for the same seat, um, Senate District 35. Good morning. Well, good morning, Dominique. How are you doing in all the uh, audience of KBLA? Good, good. And actually, we are, uh, I know an email is out to you to come on for and sit for the full 30 minutes, but let's do this now. Um, tell yes, us about why you're well, running and why you're getting back into this arena. Right. Well, we'll do it now and then we'll do more later. How's that sound? Sounds good. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, let's talk about what's happening in the 35th uh, Senate District. Um, as was earlier stated, some of the cities were talked about. And really, uh, why I'm running, as you noted, I'm a former congresswoman. And um, what made me want to come back and to serve is I don't see that things are better. In fact, things are worse. 
Uh, the economy is tougher. Uh, we survived COVID, but how did we survive it? You know, uh, when you look at all the expenses, things that have gone up, it's getting harder and harder for families to make it, harder and harder for families to send their kids to college, harder and harder to pay for health expenses. So the reason why I'm looking to go back to Sacramento is not about myself. Politics shouldn't be about yourself. It should be about the people. This is the people's campaign in that we need to make sure that we're helping to advance the people so that people can live better, that their families can be better, and that the next generation can come forward. A few of the things that I'm focusing on, number one, what I was just talking about, the state of the economy right now in California is not easy for the average family. Also look at jobs. We've got now that there are automation that's taking over many of the jobs that our young people and adults have had for generations. I'm not looking for a robot. I just as soon have a real person who's there who's helping you, and that person is getting paid, and that helps that person to be able to pay for their home. So when you drive up to the local car wash and you see nobody's working there anymore, it's just push button and machines, that's not what we need. Just like the FCC considers communication mergers, we need to start. One of the things I'm looking to do is chairing a committee about automation and artificial intelligence and making sure that any of these new systems that are coming in will not take jobs from the people in our community. Second of all, we hear a lot of talk about housing. And thank goodness there's been many initiatives and funding towards helping with housing. But you know what's interesting? 40% of the people who are on the streets who are unhoused are due to mental health issues and drug addiction issues. So that's where I plan on focusing my effort as others and myself will continue to work to bring in more affordable housing and housing um, different options to help people to be able to afford housing. And then the third thing is let's talk about public safety. Let's talk about our community. Um, many people, they don't feel safe, whether it's retail theft, whether it's street takeovers, uh, whether it's crime against, um, you know, black and brown. Um, we need to make sure that we bring safety back where kids can walk to school, where you can walk down to the drugstore in your neighborhood, and also where the officers feel safe as well. So they don't feel like they have to respond in a way that's too quickly and not appropriate for the situation. So finally, um, I wanted to talk about uh, people who are supporting me because a good indication um, isn't rattling off a bunch of endorsements. It's looking at people in the community. And I'm the only person in this race that has the most local elected officials supporting them. The local mayor of Carson, Lula Davis-Holmes, the mayor pro tem, council member, the local mayor of Compton, three out of the council members there. That gives you an indication. Those are the people who are trimming the trees, fixing the potholes, and know the difference between someone who can really help them and get the streets uh, improved. Congresswoman Finally, Richardson, we just got 30 seconds here, so I just want to give you the heads up in case you want to give your website. Yes, that was my next thing. Our website is Laura, the number four, Senate.com. Laura, the number four, Senate.com. Dominique and all of the listeners, Keep fighting, keep pushing, especially as we uh, inspire ourselves and get re-energized in this Black History Month. I love you all and look forward to serving you. Laura Richardson for State Senate.
Thank you, Dominique. Thank you so much. Uh, we're looking at CD8 and CD10, the L.A. City Council members. The incumbents are in the building. We'll talk to them when we come forward on KBLA Talk 1580.